When you try to set your line up, but you don't know what to do. You can't make your mind up, need someone to turn to. We've got your back, we've got the stats, we'll help you block out all the haters. For fantasy football help, call 25 yards later. Welcome in to a special episode of the 25 Yards Later Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Nick Luciano. And I'm Elijah Motika. And we are approximately 100 seconds away from the start of our League of Record draft. Um, It is a 12-team fantasy draft. Um, And... Uh, I will be picking 11th, and Elijah is picking one spot ahead of me at 10th. So mm-hmm. there are going to be a lot of tense <laughs> um, snipes that happen. And uh, yeah, looking forward to a good draft. Um, it is a keeper league, um, and I am keeping Michael Pittman for, I think, a 10th round value. Yep. Um, Elijah, I think, decided to not have a keeper this go around. Yeah, for the first time ever, not having a keeper because my team last year didn't warrant one. We have the rule that you can't keep a player two years in a row, so the only players that I would have kept had already been kept, so uh, I couldn't keep them. So yeah, I'm just, just flying free. Some other picks that were kept include uh, Jalen Waddell in the 11th, Debo Samuel in the 9th, Alan Lazard in the 8th, Jamar Chase in the 7th, Justin Herbert in the 6th, Cooper Cup in the 4th, Josh Allen and Darren Waller in the 3rd, Travis Kelsey in the 2nd, and um, Jonathan Taylor in the late 1st. So um, if you're curious about where any of those picks are, um, they have already been selected and um, Whoa. As I am talking, round one has begun. Uh, so Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson and Christian McCaffrey go one, two. Justin Jefferson at the 101. Good night. Okay, Vic. What you thinking, big dog? I yeah, I mean it makes some sense if you're afraid of Christian McCaffrey and uh, you know, obviously Jonathan Taylor wasn't an option for him, so uh yeah, I mean it makes some sense. Yeah, um, I don't entirely hate it. Although I think I would have taken the Christian McCaffrey risk if I was picking there for sure. It uh, looks like Austin Eckler coming off the board at three makes sense. Uh, I would imagine Tyler is about to pick Dalvin Cook as a uh, you know a Florida State fan. So we'll see. He might go Derrick Henry though. Um, it'll be interesting to see. The Yahoo rankings are definitely a little weird where Derrick mm-hmm. Henry is what the like fifth ranked player or something. So yeah. um, actually at least like, the fifth ranked. So. Yeah. Number eight. Uh, if we were keeping Jonathan Taylor and stuff like in there. Um, so yeah, yeah Derrick so, Henry off the, off the board. Um, and I, I uh, it's why I bring, Oh, Saquon Barkley off the board Ooh. at number five. I was, he was a. We were talking before the episode, and I was like, "Yeah, there's a running back that I took at the top of the second that I usually don't want until the mid to late second, and 
that was Saquon Barkley, and he went off the board in the middle of the first. So Man. might have to do some uh, <laughs> some different planning here. Yeah, it's big pivot time. I was pretty sure of the two running backs that I was going to get at the ten and the twelfth, or the ten and the fifteenth pick, and uh, well. I am going to get one of them, so I'm pretty happy about that. Alvin Kamara coming to my team at pick 10. Um, And now Nick is on the clock. I am. So um, just a quick recap. I have 45 seconds, and I have a pretty (laughs) good idea of who I'm taking. Um, Dalvin Cook went 6th, Stefan Diggs 7th, Joe Mixon 8th, Devontae Adams 9th, and Elijah took Alvin Kamara 10th. Um, I think here, um, as we know, I'm generally a heavy running back drafter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think here I'm actually going to take a pick that will be a little surprising, at least to Elijah, cause it's not a player we've really talked about much. Um, and I'm going to take Najee Harris here. Oh, yeah, that's a good pick. Um, just pure volume. Um, he also landed on, I was listening to around the NFL the other day and Cynthia Freeland said he was her running back two overall oh. in her projections. So fascinating. Um, yeah, I, that certainly raised my, my eyebrows a little bit. So um, yes, Najee Harris is my first pick off the board. Ooh. And um, then uh, Nick Chubb, obviously Jonathan Taylor as the keeper at the 12th slot. And then, you know, so to the surprise of no one, the Cleveland fan drafts Nick Chubb and uh, another Nick is now back on the clock. Yes. And I'm very glad that the player that I wanted to fall back to me has in fact made it back. I'm just going to double check to see if there's any wide receivers I want before I make this move. And I think that this is my, no, I think this is my pick. So I am going to take DeAndre Swift here, um, player that I'm high on the breakout potential of and intentionally kind of maybe was a little mum on over the last couple of weeks to, (laughs) (laughs) to dissuade Elijah from liking him as well. So uh, yeah, uh, DeAndre Swift, just a lot of rushing and receiving ability, um, and I think is poised for a breakout this year. So, so Elijah's back on the clock. So this is perfect because I intentionally, even though the ADP said that Alvin Kamara should go later, I intentionally took Alvin Kamara first so that you wouldn't take him knowing that you would not take my guy, Aaron Jones, my best fantasy friend, and he is now on my team. It's a good strategy because I rather would have had Kamara yep. <laughs> and would not have taken at Aaron Jones. So. I know you definitely would have taken Kamara with one of those two picks, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I probably would have taken with the, taken him with the first pick. Yep. So let's go. Um, Leonard Fournette off the board. Yep. And then uh, my dad is on the clock. Second season for uh, my dad here. He's really enjoying his first season. This season he gets Jamar Chase in the seventh as his keeper. So he's already set up for some victory. Uh, I do think that he may have been. Yeah, he did decide to take Joe Mixon in the first, which was interesting. Loading up on Bengals as a Browns fan. Uh, and now he goes with a guy that I know he really likes, Mike Evans at wide receiver here for his second pick. So that's a pretty stout team to start. Joe Mixon, yeah. Jamar Chase, and Mike Evans. I like it. Yeah. Um, maybe a little weird with both uh, Mixon and um, 
and chase on the same fantasy team limits the upside a little bit but both are perfectly good players so um certainly and on a fan obviously fantastic offense so those picks make sense uh cd lamb and james connor off the board yeah that's an early james connor pick and that's a little bit about the yahoo rankings if you're drafting on sleeper james connor a little bit more buried uh, but one of the players that I was thinking that maybe a third running back, if I were to go running back, running back, running back, and Cortland Sutton, what the heck? No, someone no. must have been listening to the. Uh, oh, someone Adam. must be listening to the podcast. Adam, we're gonna have to have a talk, my friend. Uh, so uh, at the back of the second, how? So I'm sure this is a little bittersweet for you oh, um, that your. Uh, favorite wide receiver went off the board well before he yeah. usually would but I not was, to you unfortunately i mean this was like on, on yahoo he's ranked much higher than above tyree kill yeah uh it's uh, he's ranked much higher on yahoo he's really like a, a third fourth turn type of pick on yahoo whereas he's a fifth round pick in other platforms but i was just gonna take him with my third pick because I just wanted to go get my guy. Uh, now, I might have to take Allen Robinson. And you can blame Adam. But uh, we'll Better see when not. we get there. <laughs> um, so yeah, Tyree Kill comes off the board after Cortland Sutton. Great pick by Adam there. A little bit early. Um, probably could have gotten him on the way back around in the third. But uh, I obviously like the pick. Interesting seeing Javante Williams drop all the way to the back of the second so far. Um, interested to see who picks him up yeah he definitely has a lot of upside if uh you know if melvin gets hurt or if um he you know just breaks out um, even more this year so aj brown goes next and we are at the back of the second um waiting for vic to make his two picks yep and Vic started with Justin Jefferson, which was interesting. There he goes with Javante. He had to take a running back. And then Mark Andrews. So one to one to one on his positional picks. And then he has to wait five ever for his next pick. Uh, so we'll see how his yes. depth shakes out. And Cam back on the clock after his start of uh, CMC. And um, who was that wide receiver? He just took AJ Brown. Yeah. And AJ Brown. Yeah. Um, so there is a particular running back that I'm hoping comes back around to me. Pretty much the only player that will keep me from taking Allen Robinson. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. You're just too convincing about Allen Robinson. I guess so. I my guess is that that is going to be Zeke, as it's really For the sure. only running back that um is really getting drafted in this range at this point. Um, and well, there, um, he, there goes he goes off yep. the board. Yeah, good job, Kim. Well, that's a good pick. Um, hmm. That's interesting. So, when, when, I, I haven't entirely decided where I'm going to go with my next pick. Um, as I have taken two running backs, I, I would theoretically be a wide receiver next but i already have michael Pittman as my keeper so Mm -hmm. a little bit of flexibility to where i could maybe pivot if if i want to if the right player falls so yeah i'm curious about maybe i might as well go the triple running back strategy um with 
you know, Eli Mitchell is here. Brees Hall is here. Those are some solid running back choices. I'm not going to be drafting A.J. Dillon since I already have Aaron Jones on the roster. Um, so he is there for you if you want him. Um, but this is curious. I really, it's kind of between Mike Williams and Allen Robinson here as well. So we'll just see, we'll just have to see how it shakes out. Uh, Keenan Allen also on the board, a really stabilizing wide receiver one, but he's the lowest of the low end wide receiver ones. Uh, so we'll see. There mm-hmm. goes Eli Mitchell. So that makes my decision a little bit easier. And David Montgomery, who was somebody I was hoping would slip back around to me. T Higgins also off the clock or off the board before those two picks. Mm. Um, we are now, I think five or six picks away, five picks away from Elijah's next pick. So, um, we'll be in for another little flurry of action here (laughs) within the next, uh, two or three minutes. Yeah. Montgomery is somebody that, uh, is sneaky low. If you're drafting on Yahoo, sneaky low in their rankings, fifth round pick. Uh, who I guess in our league, somebody was paying attention, uh, went ahead and scooped them up. Wait, was that Adam again? That was Adam again. Man, mm-hmm. we're going to have to have some talks. This guy is drafting his butt off right now. Keenan Allen and Kyle Ooh. Pitts off the board. Interesting. So a l- Probably a little bit higher than I'd be comfortable with Kyle Pitts, at mm-hmm. least, especially with the a lot of really great wide receivers still on the board. But um, here we are. Are you going to break my heart um, <laughs> and go with Allen Robinson here? Well, I think I might have to and then just play the game on the way back. I'm so sorry. But, <laughs> it's all right. Uh, that's... I'm playing that same ADP game that I played because I know, you know, if I draft Mike Williams, you're definitely drafting Allen Robinson. If I draft Brees Hall, you're definitely drafting Allen Robinson, and there's no chance for him to come back around to me. So, uh, you know, playing the game, and we'll see what comes back. Maybe you draft Brees Hall and Mike Williams just to spite me right here. Um, Mike Williams is probably my pick here. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good pick. I'm looking at some stuff real quick. Yeah, I think I think Mike Williams is my pick here. Um, I he's someone that I've already drafted in other places, um, as, as you know, a wide receiver too, uh, with obviously a ton of upside. Um, and so I, yeah, that pick is in. Um, my hope is a little bit that DJ Moore lasts the two picks Mm. between mine um he is the my number one target for um the other side of the turn um a lot of obviously he's a great player and then a lot of upside with uh the upgrade at quarterback to baker mayfield um deontay johnson off the board so one of elijah's preano yearly favorites yep this year a little bit (laughs) Um, less so but just because of like the quarterback's yeah. uncertainty or yeah absolutely and i mean it's ah. oh sniped <laughs> so dj Moore off the board i will say that mike williams was the player that i wanted more um <laughs> although obviously dj Moore is a fantastic player um so pivoting a little bit um, I don't 
think I'm going to take George Kittle here, although tight end is certainly an option. Um, I think I'm going to look at wide receiver still. Um, Look at that Damian Pierce (laughs) ADP. Ridiculous. Um, You know what? No, let's take let's take Kittle here. I think that he is. He's the player that I'm, I'm I want here, I think. So I, I you know, already had two wide receivers, so ne- wide receiver wasn't necessarily a, an absolute thing that I had to have. Mm-hmm. Um Kittle's obviously one of the best, and I think of value at this pick. So Elijah is back on the clock. Yeah, this is so tough because because we have this long wait. Um, it's really challenging to make this call. Like Brees Hall feels like the pick. But then that's setting me up uh, in a kind of negative way later at wide receiver. Um, so, but man, you can just, you can never have too many running backs, uh, I think, yeah. especially in redraft. Um, so that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and take this pick in Brees Hall. Um, I don't know that I love it, uh, but I think, I think it's going to be okay. I have some. Uh, wide receiver targets coming back around so hopefully hopefully we can make it happen all right so cam acres off the board next um it'll be really interesting to see how acres rebounds um after coming back so quickly from his uh achilles injury mm-hmm. aj Dillon, a player that um I think both of us are certainly at least a little interested in um, uh, splitting sure. time with Aaron Jones off the board. Uh, I'm interested to see, I think, where tra- what ends up happening with the Jaguars backfield as Travis Etienne is off the board. Um, certainly a player with a lot of talent and uh, probably a lot of opportunity with James Robinson also coming off of an injury. But... Um, uh, a little bit of backfield murkiness there that I was not that that kind of kept me from considering mm-hmm. uh, ETN there. Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, I think that he he could have a great season, but it's also just really tough. Like the Jaguars keep saying, <laughs> James Robinson is our starter. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. That <laughs> seems tough to believe, but they they're still saying it. So, gotta at yes. least hedge a little. Um, Chase Edmonds off the board, mm. um, a player that I, at least on sleeper, I, you can get a lot later than this yeah, seventh um, rounder so if, or so. Yeah. If you're drafting on sleeper, I think I've gotten him in like the seventh and or even eighth round. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, definitely take advantage of that value if you're drafting on those platforms. Yeah, this will be interesting to see. I'm just looking at the layout of my team. Three running backs and a wide receiver. Um, uh, So, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Because I actually, I usually don't. But this season, I actually really like the middle round running backs. And so, I found Mm -hmm. myself in a lot of drafts just loading up on these middle round running backs. And ending up way too thin at wide receiver. So, (laughs) we'll see what ends up happening here. Um, but yeah. Um, Christian Kirk off the board. Um, it, another player that it's going to be a little interesting to see his season because I'm not 
I, I'm not sure I'm convinced that the production will be there for him to be a fourth round wide receiver. Um, yeah. Especially with players like Terry McLaurin, Amon Ross St. Brown, DK Metcalf, Dave, Gabe Davis still on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe, you know, he has, maybe he has a breakout um, coinciding with a potential um, Trevor Lawrence breakout. So we will see, I guess. Yeah. Ooh, Lamar off the board. That's uh, I like that. I think Lamar is actually a pretty solid pick this year. Now that his ADP has, you know, softened some from where mm. it was these last few seasons, getting him in the in the back of the fourth could be pretty solid. Um, I guess yeah. I can say this out loud because you don't have a pick before my next one. <laughs> I'm really hoping that DK Metcalf slips to me. I'm almost positive it's not going to happen. You know, he's the fourth highest ranked player right now, but maybe people are scared. Um, otherwise I think that Brandon cooks would be an okay consolation prize at the wide receiver position. Um, but I do, you know, both of those players are number one wide receivers on bad offenses. So that's a little bit sketchy, but I do want somebody with a little bit more upside to pair with Allen Robinson as the number two pass catcher on the team. Um, you do have, you do have one auto draft to contend with in between that I'm assuming would take whoever's the highest rated, uh, player but if we're going on a little run on quarterbacks with uh Mm -hmm. patrick mahomes off the board that certainly doesn't hurt your chances to get uh dk metcalf on your team are you uh shaking in your boots a little bit the there's this quarterback run and jalen hurts is coming up as the next highest ranked quarterback um not particularly there are still there are still players beyond hurts that i like so um Obviously, Trey Lance later. I don't know. Um, not much later. Not on yeah, Yahoo. Yeah, not not on not on Yahoo. Not much later, but um, yeah, like Trey Lance, um, Dak. I think could have a nice season. Um, even like a Kirk Cousins or an Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. I think are all vi- Russell Wilson, all viable options. Mm-hmm. So there's um, also Terry mclaurin off the board there's also the Derek carr selection that uh you know we we've recently learned carr over rogers so apparently yeah um i mean they're only two spots away from each other in the yahoo expert ranks so did scott make these ranks <laughs> maybe scott is that you all right so vic is taking his entire two minutes for his back-to-back picks there we go <laughs> Uh, Josh Jacobs off the board to go along with his finally Terry McLaurin pick. I'm really interested. Everybody's afraid of Terry McLaurin, but he's still great. But Carson Wentz is not great. But I don't know. It's, it's just it'll be interesting to see because Terry McLaurin is a very good wide receiver, but we're not really happy in that offense. But Michael Pittman was good last year mm-hmm. with Carson Wentz, so it, he may be better than uh, than we're thinking. And I think that we've seen Wentz certainly support someone before. I think that he overlapped with Alshon a mm-hmm. little bit, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think he's certainly able to um, support a top 15 wide receiver. So um, McLaurin is certainly an interesting pick there. Um, 
Let's see uh, here. Josh Jacobs also off the board. And <laughs> there goes DK Metcalf, unfortunately. All right. I, I figured he would be. Uh, Cam with another very solid pick. Uh, Cam has is having a good draft so far uh, with the CMC. Yeah, so his full draft is looking. Um, he has Patrick Mahomes, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, CMC, Zeke, and a keeper in Jalen Waddle. So yeah, that's a very solid squad. Yeah. So we're hoping, we're wishing, and hoping, and praying for Brandon Cooks to come back to me here. I think Antonio Gibson off the board uh, to our newest member of the team, Joe. Welcome, uh, <laughs> welcome to the league and congratulations on your fifth round selection of Antonio Gibson. I hope it works out for you. <laughs> um, it certainly, at least in the early season looks, looks like looks it better. looks better than it was. So although really to no credit of Antonio Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, he pairs the fifth round pick of Antonio Gibson with the fourth round keeper of Cooper cup. So he's in pretty good shape. Um, let's see, Amon Ross St. Brown off the board here, where um, Brandon Cooks is creeping closer. And Amon Ra was someone that I was considering when I picked Kittle, so mm. to see him almost come all the way back around is kind of shocking, but... Yeah, almost Ra St. Brown. <laughs> if you will. Nice. <laughs> uh, let's see, Adam back on the clock. Let's see if he swipes... Brandon cooks from me for a third snipe of the draft. Adam, please don't do it. I hope you listen to this podcast later so that you can hear all the hate that is being thrown your direction. It'd be a little weird if he was listening live and was oh. just. <laughs> that's how he's doing it. Elijah Moore, interesting. All right. Well, that's a worse pick, so I'm happy for that. Yes. Uh, let's see, Nick. What do you think of my Brandon cooks? selection here would you go gabe davis or juju or bateman or something over him um i don't know it's tough this wide receiver range is very difficult to figure out um obviously if you're drafting gabe davis you're looking for just pure upside Mm -hmm. um juju was a player that i who just went off the board was a player that was maybe a little interesting to me here um you know brandon cooks you kind of know what you're getting i think so um a lot of it kind of depends on roster construction um and let's see so you've got alan robinson that's uh, camara aaron jones Brees hall so far so um i think since you only have the one wide receiver and Allen Robinson, maybe a player with like a little bit more upside would be mm-hmm. preferred, but um, also as a wide receiver too, it's hard to really argue with his, you know, consistency. So um, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. We'll see if he gets uh, to me one more pick. Uh, looks like my dad picked Rashad Penny. Great pick there. Uh, very early in comparison to what his draft price is, but I think Penny is a really solid pick. I'm happy for uh, him. Damian Pierce also off the board, and um, Gabe Davis has now gone, so Elijah is on the clock. Well, I've been talking about it, so I guess that I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks, and congratulations on 
your next selection of Jalen Hurts? Um, believe it or not, I'm not going to take Jalen Hurts here oh, man. because although I have not ruled out taking him on the turn, mm-hmm. um, and that is because I want one of my BFFs, and that is Brandon Ayuk. You want him here? He's not gonna. He's not gonna last too much longer. He is oh certainly God. not going to last all the way until no. Like I pick after this next pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm certain. And I Joe Burrow goes. Um, so I actually get a little bit of a choice. I am leaning Hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, just to get the quarterback, um, situation solved. You could go Kyler. Um, I, you know, Kyler in the sixth. Kyler is works out well. <laughs> I I actually don't hate Kyler in the sixth as a as a general concept. Um, although this year the offense is maybe a little bit uh, is, is the supporting cast is maybe a little bit more suspect for a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, let's see. Let me just double check the wide receivers here. Rashad Bateman's, I think, an interesting pick. Um, Darnell Mooney, even Hollywood Brown. Um, but yeah, I think I'll just take, uh, I'll go ahead, get the quarterback situation solved and go with Jalen Hurts here. Yeah, I really like that um, pick. If, if Damian Pierce would have fallen a couple more picks to me, I think I would have, uh, you know, more or less solved my running back position. Hmm. Um, may have taken another one late, but um yeah would have damian pierce would have been kind of the last one except for a really late flyer that i would have taken but um i guess i'll have to see who falls into the seventh and eighth rounds so all right we're gonna take a little gamble here um i only have two wide receivers already three running backs but again can't have too many running backs so we are drafting clyde edwards Alaire. And we are going to move on from there with four running backs on the team. <laughs> Pretty much no reason to draft anybody but a flyer at the running back position at this point, which I feel really good about um, because the the running backs after Clyde, uh, there's only a couple that I'm even remotely interested in later in the draft. Yeah, um, I Clyde's not really a player that I've been looking at very much but certainly could this could finally be the year he really produces for the chiefs um and if not it's you know the sixth round it's certainly getting to a point where he probably should actually go off the board yeah um jk dobbins also off the board i think he would have been an interesting pick as well despite you know some of the health concerns to hurt yeah that's fair and as as a long time um raheem mostert supporter you're i'm sure plenty familiar with the the running backs that are always hurt so definitely uh hunter renfro rashad bateman kyler murray and jerry judy off the board Man, how silly am I going to feel if it's not Cortland Sutton and it's actually Jerry Judy and I could have taken him? That's not going to happen, though. Um, did you see the sleeper alert? I think it was I yesterday. I thought about sending it to you or it was like, 
Russ is only targeting Cortland Sutton. It's not even close. I did. Yep, I sure did. And that made me smile and giggle. And uh, then when I got into this draft and he was still in the top of the second. (laughs) Yeah, I guess Adam's on sleeper too. I don't know. Yikes. Um, Damian Harris off the board. So Trey Lance is now uh, about to be one pick ahead of my next pick. So we'll see. But Trey Lance in the seventh, this just doesn't feel good. You know, like part of what makes Trey Lance great and a great value in fantasy drafts is the fact that he should be a ninth round pick. And I, I just don't think, you know, there's still the Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson on the board. Um, Maybe and Tom Brady's still on the board as well. I really think that you know any of those guys not over Trey Lance in the seventh. Um, there are quite. Uh, I wouldn't entirely anticipate him falling to you. Looking at the draft grid, mm-hmm. it looks like there are still th- three or four. If we can count Vic, who's on the clock now, four people before you that still don't have a quarterback so right um it very well could be one of those players uh or that he goes to one of those other teams um it will not be Vic though who takes hollywood brown yeah and i guess you yeah you and cole already have quarterbacks so if i don't draft him in the seventh then i do draft trey lance in the eighth because neither of y'all are taking another one maybe (laughs) i mean he is your bff i'd be that would be interesting to see i'd like i'd like to see your sixth and seventh round picks both be quarterbacks nick (laughs) i love it it would be one heck of a strategy (laughs) so um but who knows even how many of the people ahead of you even are that high on trey lance um right certainly a fantasy football ball darling on a lot of shows but you know if you're not listening to podcasts or if you're not um you know necessarily diving into all of that maybe you just think he's not very good and <laughs> are, are afraid of drafting himself mm-hmm. um Ramondre street stevenson and russell wilson off the board speaking of, so one person at least is not buying the trey lance hype um yeah Ramondre was a player that I was interested in if he came back to me. So yeah, um, he's disappointed that he's off the board. He's on my list of uh, players that are late round running back targets on Yahoo and uh, not late enough. Um, the Joe was a great pick of Russell Wilson there. Um, I was definitely considering Russell Wilson in the eighth as he was going to scoot around to me. Um, I, I'm actually at this, it's so interesting how value works in fantasy football and drafting because I was so much more comfortable with Russell Wilson in the seventh or eighth than with Trey Lance in the seventh or eighth. But I like both of those players a lot. Um, but it's definitely like, all right, Russell Wilson in the seventh or Trey Lance in the ninth. It's Trey Lance every time. But if they're around the same, then I'm going Russell Wilson. And well, they aren't around the same. Um, so there he goes, Adam Thielen off the board and Michael Thomas off the board. Interesting pick there by Adam. Definitely somebody that I was considering just looking at trying to get some wide receivers that have a little bit of upside here. 
Um, that would have been a good pick as a wide receiver three on my team. Um, so I don't know. There's a there's a wide receiver that's on the board that I think has tremendous upside if you're if you're brave enough. So is that Chris Godwin? It is Chris Godwin. Yeah, he's he's going to be my pick as long as nobody touches him, for sure. Um, so it was definitely. Uh... <laughs> oh man, Cam. I love this. Uh, for a moment, no longer a family <laughs> show. Uh, Cam is apparently uh, he's drunken New Orleans. Uh, you know, there's not a space between it's the words. Sort of drunk spelled like and- <laughs> as as Vic makes the joke I was going to do. Drunken donuts spelled <laughs> spelled pretty much like Dunkin' Donuts with an R in the middle. Oh man, uh, we Cam, I love you. Never change. <laughs> um. So Michael Thomas off off the board as well, Dallas Goddard and Tom Brady. So with one pick left, it is looking pretty good if you want Trey Lance here. You're not gonna take him, right? Uh probably not. Okay. <laughs> uh let's see. So that would mean that um, would I be the only team, me and Vic and my dad as the only teams without a quarterback? at this point that's really interesting um okay it is to me trey lance is off the board um, but i'm gonna go ahead and take chris godwin um i don't want to man i don't want to tempt fate too much but it feels like there's only three other player or three other teams that don't have a quarterback there's no way that and neither of them are between your next two picks. Yeah, so. but could I let it lie even longer? Is the question. That's the risk. That that seems a little. Uh, <laughs> that seems a little bold. Let's see who um, you got. So I'm on the clock. Uh, I'm kind of picking between. I think two eagles. Mm. I think it's between Devonte Smith and Miles Sanders. Neither, of, I, but I don't want certainly three <laughs> eagles on my right. team. Um, so whoever I pick is probably I'm probably not taking the other one around. Um, I think I'm taking Devonte Smith. Yeah, here. go with the stack. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, shored up that my wide receiver a little bit. Um, a little bit of upside at the receiver position. He's certainly um a talented player it's just kind of a matter of if the volume is going to be there for him in a largely run first offense now that he's not the number one receiver um but i think he could end up having a very nice year so um yeah Devonte smith off the board um melvin gordon also off the board um at the end of the seventh so now just one more pick and TJ Hawkinson off the board. Interesting. Um, I really would like another running back at some point. Mm-hmm. But now Miles Sanders is kind of, or as I said, the wide receiver or the Eagles situation is a little bit too much for me now. I mean, there are um, some options here. The Devin Singletary, the Kareem Hunt, uh, even a Kareem Cordero. Kareem Hunt is probably the player that I'm looking at here. Um, I don't really believe that Cordero is going to repeat um, 
uh, repeat his success. Um, Devin Singletary, I'm just not a fan of the the Bills running backs in general. So um, I think Kareem Hunt, given the um, fact that they're the Browns are going to have to run a bunch, mm-hmm. um, and even uh, when it's uh, even when Jacoby Brissett's on the field. Um, he's going to be heavily involved and uh, even if Nick Chubb doesn't get hurt, he's going to be heavily involved. So I think Kareem Hunt is a certainly a nice depth piece for me here. So I'm definitely taking Trey Lance. I, I don't know. I don't think I can risk it. <laughs> um, even though Aaron Rodgers is sitting there basically at my next pick and I'd be fine with Aaron Rodgers or Trey Lance. But name recognition, I don't think Aaron Rodgers was going to make it back to me. And then Trey Lance, just based on ADP and the fact that we have a couple folks that are in here auto-drafting, it wasn't going to happen. So Cordero Patterson goes, Julio Jones goes, and we just like to take a short break here to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Ruminations Radio Network. We absolutely love working with the great people at Ruminations. And if you like this podcast, you'll probably like some of their other shows like Brevity Box, Cinephile Hissy Fit, Retro Futurist Culture, and more. Ruminations Radio Network for all the things you love, we love, and that are worth a little rumination. Something that requires a little rumination, I think, is um, when you go to auto draft and take a defense in the eighth round. Oh, man. (laughs) So the Buffalo Bills defense is off the board at pick 90. Well, good for them. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Oh, my goodness. Adam. Wow. Cole Komet. Adam, you, you, you. Oh my goodness. In the eighth round, Cole Komet <laughs> off the board. What the heck? Adam said that he hasn't listened to the last two podcasts, but <laughs> And that he drafted like half the players we've recommended. Yeah, what what the heck is happening? Adam Okay, well well now I'm tilted. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's only taking players you recommended. I'm sure you do like so that. So that's uh, <laughs> Miles Sanders and Dawson Knox off the board as Elijah tries to recover. Oh my goodness. I'm definitely texting him on the side. Uh, what the heck? <laughs> This is very enjoyable. <laughs> what the heck? Adam's blaming the league, saying that everybody, quote, took a buzzsaw to his cue. <laughs> I don't know, Adam. You, you're taking a buzzsaw to my heart right now. I will say Cole Komet was ranked a lot higher on Yahoo than he was in Sleeper. So, Definitely. Um, that's at least part of it is, you know, sometimes these things just these things are just weird yeah but he Um, was after my next pick just like Cortland sutton after my next pick and adam takes him like a round and a half early just to spite me ah um zach Ertz off the board good draft Um, adam run on tight ends that you started (laughs) um some player some of the top players available devin singletary is certainly kind of the at least expert rank favorite um, mm-hmm. by quite a bit 
that's still available. Um, the expert's 76th player um, still sitting on the board here at pick 97. Uh, Dak Prescott, Michael Carter, Daryl Henderson. There he goes. Um, some other players. And now Devin Singletary's long wait is over. He goes to Vic. Hmm. Adam, just just a little, little Adam update here. <laughs> he says, although he said that he hadn't listened to previous episodes, he says, I know that you wanted commit, but I promise <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> Adam, I don't believe you. I, I just do not. I don't believe anything you say. We're, I'm gonna. Dra- I'm gonna trade my whole team. Me and Adam will just trade teams. <laughs> Good night. Goodness gracious. At least he's stuck with two bears. How's that feel? Yeah. <laughs> I. There are better feelings than getting stuck with two bears. So, James Cook off the board, just one pick behind De- Devin Singletary. Hmm. <laughs> I'm very I, I'm enjoying this so much. I hope I, I hope other people do. This is cuz if if nothing else at least I hope that somebody enjoys my pain. And you know what? It's looking like Aaron Rodgers is going to make its way like for sure back to me. So that Trey Lance pick uh, it, it was I, mean, the f- I could also draft Aaron Rodgers. But I, won't. I mean, I, it would be an option if you wanted to hedge a little bit on on Lance, which would be understandable. Um, I would say that Trey Lance arguably has the better weapons than Aaron Rodgers this year. So oh, for sure. But um, he does not have the better quarterback. The San Francisco, speaking of Trey Lance, the San Francisco defense off the board. And Vic is upset with Vic the, is, I guess, upset about someone taking a defense he liked in the ninth round. All right, excellent. Oh, and that was that was Joe with the 49ers defense. Interesting pick, my friend. Interesting pick. Um, they might be good. Bosa's back. Uh, but they play in like one of the most high-powered. <laughs> Kelly. Oh man. Uh oh. Joe says, I didn't even want that pick. <laughs> I got I got distracted talking to my wife. Hi Kelly. <laughs> Kelly's so nice. You would like Joe and Kelly a lot. They're they're good people. Um but she Kelly apparently has no love for the fantasy football draft. No. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins off the board. Um, as is Chase Claypool. Oh, I'm liking kind of how this is falling. Yeah. Um, Who are you targeting? <laughs> I, I I have to wait until you tell me who you're targeting. Oh, there goes the the long running joke <laughs> in the in the um in this league's history is Justin Tucker getting taken bizarrely early so elijah doesn't take him yeah but as i said Um, on the pod a couple weeks ago jokes on y'all because justin tucker isn't my guy anymore and i don't know whose guy Cade york is (laughs) but apparently my dad really likes the cleveland kicker i didn't even know that Cade york was the starting kicker i have no idea who he is so yeah, I, I major upset with Cade York being the second kicker off the board. Major. 
I love it though. Not gonna lie, it it frees up some other draft capital here. Yes. Um, Tyler, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett off the board. Good pick. Good pick. Um, and here we are with Elijah again. So I've got two wide receivers. No, three wide receivers. But Chris Godwin's probably not starting week one. Four running backs. Um, I really just don't love a lot of the wide receivers here, though, uh, which is interesting because it's late. But I do like some of the running backs. So I'm going to do that. And I'm going to take Daryl Henderson, who may end up being the guy in that backfield. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, so I'm back on the clock. Um, I do actually like at least one wide receiver in this range. Um, and I think it's going to be my pick here. Um, it, it, it's certainly a pick that could um horrendously backfire but um Kadarius Tony is a player that we've talked about in multiple uh-huh. episodes now um certainly has just the most I think upside for this year of any receiver um, maybe for the rest of the draft um so he is my pick and Solid now we pick. have two two picks between um between ours until the next one um I'm tempted to take Kenneth Walker with my next pick um, oh. if he falls, but it's uh, there's just so much uncertainty with his health status. Um, but I think that certainly in the 10th, it's a lot more better of a risk here than when he was getting drafted ahead of Rashad Penny. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep forgetting that I actually have a tight end, so I don't even have to... I was thinking... I keep trying to keep that in the back of my mind, but I actually don't need to. Yeah, this, um, is, this is so interesting. So Aaron Rodgers, I could take. Um, and I'm kind of tilted on the clock right now because I don't know who else to take, but I hate taking two quarterbacks. But I think that might just be what I end up doing because there are 20 seconds left. Um, No, you know what? Let me just... I'm just going to... Go get my tight end, um, even though it's a little early, but I do like David and Joku. Yeah, um, he was certainly he was certainly the tight end that, if I needed one, was going to be my pick. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and you uh, just congratulations, you just drafted Michael Pittman in the tenth. I did. Did I maybe set up your pick, forgetting that I didn't have a tenth round pick? <laughs> um maybe. after Kadarius tony maybe but um yeah i got michael Pittman in the 10th let's go uh, yeah that's not bad that is not bad um i really need to draft some more wide receivers uh okay let's um i would like i my goal is probably to find another running back somewhere um yeah uh, because that's kind of the only place where i'm feeling a little fun a little funky Uh, Mm. my wide receivers i think are really solid maybe we can make a trade Um, after this draft oh maybe evan mcpherson off the board i needed Um, to take him before him um chris olave aaron Rodgers, michael carter um and now Jahan dotson off the board as well and uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, great pick by my dad. One of the last teams to draft a quarterback. I definitely should have taken that approach, I think. 
as opposed to taking Trey Lance where I did because there were some other players around Trey Lance that I think I would have liked better. Just looking back at this, um, there was the uh, Cordero Patterson pick. There was Robert Woods, who's somebody that I really like. Uh, I wouldn't have drafted Cole Komet, but... Well, he went <laughs> right after Trey Lance, um, as well as the Miles Sanders pick that we were talking about. So I think probably if I went Robert Woods in the eighth and then came back around with Aaron Rodgers uh, at the end of the ninth, I would have been happier with that rather than taking Daryl Henderson plus Trey Lance. So something to to think about as you're going through your drafts, and but. I was feeling pretty risky with letting Aaron Rodgers fall all the way down there because if I didn't get him, then I really would have been a little bit tilted and just right into the streaming quarterbacks every single week. Um, I will say that of the players remaining, uh, now that I don't really need a quarterback anymore, Kirk Cousins is a player that I... If if I would have taken the the chance that Lance falls all the way... um, would have fallen to me a couple right. rounds later um, and mix, missed out on both him and Aaron Rodgers and some other of those top players. Kirk Cousins, I think, is a player that certainly has the weapons, has an offensive coach now that might be able to unlock him a little bit more. So um, if you know you get into this range and are not super sure of what to do, uh, Kirk Cousins is a real option in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, I think that that works too. Um, I just don't like Kirk Cousins, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, we don't. I don't think any. I don't think anyone likes <laughs> Kirk Cousins, right? <laughs> um, but for fantasy, uh, he he does fine. So, mm-hmm. um, Kirk Cousins' teammate Alexander Madison went off the board at one seventeen. Naheem Hines at one eighteen. Then Drake London, Matt Stafford, and Matt Gay, the kicker for the Rams. Hmm. Um, so we still have several picks until we come up again. Yeah, I'm just I'm going through and prepping my queue so that I don't uh, end up in my David and Joku moment that I was in a minute ago. Um, it's. It's interesting, though. There really are not a lot of... Are there wide receivers that you like? Because there's not many wide receivers that I like. Um, well, as we know, I'm the king of the, the dinner roll. Um, you, man. I, I think Nico Collins is worth a flyer. Um, yeah. Russ, If Russell, Russell Gage, the shine has come off of him a little bit, he's been banged up. They have Julio in the building now, and Chris Godwin is expected to be back relatively soon. Uh-huh. Um, Isaiah McKenzie is sort of interesting as the Bills wide receiver three, um, I think has a chance to do some interesting things, but also, uh, you know, as the wide receiver three, who really knows what the upside is there. Um, DJ Chark could do some things. Um, I think the second year in Detroit might be, uh, a step up. If you wanted to draft MVS, I wouldn't make too much fun of you <laughs> as the presumed uh, wide receiver two in Kansas City. Um, 
Yeah, it, it's just like a lot of these guys are more a little bit more like, you know, just swings and waiver wire guys and stuff. Right. So um, Joshua Palmer is another kind of interesting player as the wide receiver three in Los Angeles mm-hmm. um, for the Chargers. Um, it's tough. It's tough, man. Yeah. You could always go with, I think, the wide receiver that is has one of the highest cap hits in the entire league this year in Kenny Galladay. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm okay. Um, so fixed since our last update, Daniel Carlson, the kicker for the uh, Raiders, Russell Gage, who we were talking about, Kenneth Walker, who was a player that I was looking at if he made it back around, Kirk Cousins. Monte Parker, and Kirk Cousins finally off the board. So let's see. Pops is on the board here. It's a big, you know, one, two, three Motika moment here with uh, my dad and then my brother and then me. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I think I am looking towards, there's a couple, <laughs> crazy enough, there's a couple running backs that I still don't mind in James Robinson and Kenneth Gainwell uh, that could be interesting. But Gainwell is also behind both miles sanders and it looks like behind boston scott so that's not great a little bit of tight end run here and we we have to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll uh but i just at this point you know back of the 11th round just want to take one of the only people that i'm remotely interested in so it is time for you to make fun of me if you'd like (laughs) Uh, and i will draft mbs um i as I've said, I think before, I, there's like no way I would have MVS on, on a team. I just don't want that experience anymore. So uh, yeah. I'm more than glad to have you take him. Um, it also means that the player that I wanted uh, has fallen to me. We hinted at or we sort of discussed him earlier as the player that is more or less still cited as the starting running back for the Jaguars. Um, And that's James Robinson. So in the back of the 11th is not much of a risk there. Even if he's not the guy, I think an easy cut candidate. So um, yeah, not feeling too bad about that. How tilted would you have been if I had taken him? Um, I mean, I had players that I liked, but he was definitely the clear in a way, um, top choice for me there. I like how quiet you were when I mentioned James Robinson (laughs) and Kenneth Gainwell. (laughs) Who me? Never. (laughs) Um, so I'm off on the clock again after Raheem Mostert and Tyler Boyd are taken. Um, I don't even know here. Let's see. As a cat jumps up on the table. Hmm. Hello, cat. Um, Perfect timing for the cat. Just coming in like a wrecking ball right as I'm trying to choose players. Um, I'm going to take my last running back of the draft. I am going to... All I'm right. gonna stash Brian Robinson on my on my injured reserve. Interesting. Okay, what, what's gonna happen here? 
So um, my my general plan is to put him on IR, pick up another player, uh-huh. and um, hopefully when he comes back, I think he he I think this is he out for a definite four games. Yes, he was put on the um, the pup or the IR, one of them. So once he comes back in a month, assuming that either there's been some injury or I've fallen out of love with another player, mm-hmm. um, I think he potentially inherits a fairly significant role in Washington. Yeah, so this is really not fun where I'm at right now. Um, I am just, I am, I guess, going to take Isaiah McKenzie. I'm going to have to trade with some folks to get some better wide receivers because I'm not loving my wide receiver selection. Uh, But here we are. Sometimes that happens. I love my running backs, though. I mean... Clyde is on my bench. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think we've only got one positional player each now um, to draft. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be done. Um, I'll likely take a wide receiver with my last pick, although um, I'm, I certainly also might not take a, a wide receiver. Um, after going back-to-back Robinsons with my last picks. Mm. If only you could have gotten another Robinson earlier. (laughs) Blame Adam, man. I don't know what to tell you. Um, So, let's see. After Isaiah McKenzie, the Buccaneers defense went. Rashad White... Jamal Williams and DJ Shark, um, and we're just kind. Of, we, we are kind of in the dregs of the <laughs> mm-hmm. of the draft. So, I will um, say there have been some smart draft picks by folks where I I like to prep. I have a spreadsheet that uh, I use that kind of lists out players on the platform that are like sneaky low in the rankings that I think are a little forgotten about. And Julio Jones, MVS, and Chase Claypool, 11th, 12th, and 13th round picks, according to ADP. I think all of those were pretty super low. Um, And I was looking for Claypool a minute ago, already drafted. Julio already drafted, so I went with MVS. But I think that we've had some pretty smart drafters here in this draft that have been disregarding some of the weirdnesses of ADP and going with some good players, just like we saw Patterson drafted a little earlier than ADP. David Montgomery drafted a little earlier. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson drafted a little earlier. So I I like what some folks have done of not purely sticking to the platform's ADP to make decisions. Because sometimes you just got to go get the person you want. Yeah, for sure. Um, Much like my Brandon Ayuk pick that you (laughs) thought was early. Yeah, well, he's a, what? He's your flex. Is that how it should uh, go? Yeah, he'd be my flex. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little wonky on the on the view because he was drafted technically before Michael Pittman, right? So he fills into that view like that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about having Kittle and Ayuk on the same squad? I I think I'm fine with it. Um. Uh, Kittle is certainly uh, is at least you know such a good 
receiving tight end that I think that even though it's at least that they're not at the same position, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe poor planning. Uh, it might bite me a little bit. We'll see. But I, they're both players that I like and both players that I largely believe in if if healthy. So, right. Um, yeah, maybe a little wonky, but I think overall pretty good. Um. Ooh, there goes Traylon Burke, somebody that I was actually thinking I might draft, even though... Uh, really? Well, did you see the, the alert today? It's all... It's I all did. Garbage, I but... just... I did. I'm just... I don't know. I And it sucks because we have him on a dynasty roster. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the, the just uh, drum roll of bad news about Tra- Traylon Burks has been a little scary, but... Um, I don't think I could do it in redraft. I'm just not super interested. I don't think mm-hmm. it's like as it is taking a rookie wide receiver anyways is a little a little suspect most times. Um, but one where he's kind of been a, especially slow to start, I just don't think I really would have been interested in actually drafting him in this case. Yeah, I get that. Um, so it's been a little while since we recapped, so I think maybe, I I know we said Rashad White, um, so Jamal Williams and DJ Chark, Khalil Khalil Herbert, Jarvis Landry, Derek Carr, Justin Fields, Kenneth Gainwell, Traylon Burks, Mike Kosicki, Jacoby Myers, and Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, I have a couple of players I'm interested in on the way back or, or on for my last pick. Um, one of them just went off the board with Josh Palmer. <laughs> I just, this is why you have cheat sheets, folks. I just looked back at my cheat sheet and remembered that there was somebody that I wanted to remember to draft with my last pick that is crazy low on the Yahoo rankings. And I'm pretty positive that he is going to come back around to me because he is a hundred spots down from where we are right now. <laughs> wow. But you're going to see that it's actually going to be a good pick, especially with my how thin I am at wide receiver and how low of a risk it is. And a guy that I will likely be able to just slot into my IR spot and hold for a little bit. I've got a couple of those wide receivers on my team. But you may uh, as well just say who it is because no, if he's a hundred slots down, no one is taking him. Nobody is until I am drafting Michael Gallup right here. Wow, very interesting. Um, number two option for Dak Prescott gonna be worked into the offense with my last positional pick. I mean, there's I could have you know, I could draft him or I could draft like I don't know. Moali Cox right now, <laughs> Romeo Dobbs, and we do have two um, IR spots in this league, so helps that out. Um, I know that I had said that my that Brian Robinson was likely my last running back. Um, I'm feeling hmm. pretty good at wide receiver with the players that I have. I think I have a bit of depth, and plus I'll be able to pick up someone. Um, as we know, I'm very much a waiver wire guy, so 
Um, I'm actually going to take Eno Benjamin here, mm, um, like who was the uh, reports are that he is the Cardinals RB2. Um, James Conner with a little bit of a suspect, uh, you know, injury history. So um, I think a player that could be worked into the Cardinals offense and, um, you know, with the potential of doing a lot more as well if he uh if something was to happen with james connor um a slew of picks have gone off the board um most of them inconsequential some of them defenses um Jameis winston one of the more uh interesting picks i think maybe slightly dubious um so i'm on the clock um and i get to take either a defense or a kicker i don't think Young you Wake, have who to is I, I don't have to, but I mean, if I have the chance to take Young Way Koo, I'm going to take Young <laughs> Of <Way> course. <laughs> Absolutely. Why would you not? Um, let's see. So we do have uh, some kickers here. I'm going to take a guy who is like one of the top ranked kickers on lots of different kicker rankings who's still sitting here in Tyler Bass. Uh, Probably the objectively better pick than my pick, but... <laughs> I do Young Way Koo. Literally, I picked up Young Way Koo one time and le- never lost again. Mm-hmm. But he's <laughs> so <laughs> there is a little bit of superstition in fantasy football. Absolutely. Uh, Kenyon Drake off the board. Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know, most of these we're mostly going to see like second quarterbacks and. Uh-huh backup running backs and defenses and kickers from here on out um so i think we'll probably go ahead and start recapping the players that we've taken mm-hmm. um so at quarterback i have jalen hurts um my running backs are Najee harris deandre swift kareem hunt james robinson brian robinson and eno benjamin at wide receiver, Mike Williams, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Devontae Smith, K- Kadarius Tony, Michael Pittman. And at tight end, I have George Kittle and kicker so far, Youngway Koo. Yeah, and I have Trey Lance, who I'm still not sure if that was the right pick, but I got him. Uh, so I got Trey Lance, who's a player that I really like and one of your BFFs as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy for Obviously him. a player that I really like. Yeah. Uh, and then Allen Robinson as my first wide receiver, who's, you know, another BFF. We we love that. Uh, Brandon Cooks at wide receiver as well. Uh, and then a couple of risky and hurt guys in Chris Godwin, Michael Gallup, Isaiah McKenzie, and Mark has Valdez Scantling. And then at running back, I'm feeling really good with this team. Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Brees Hall, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and then the flyer in Daryl Henderson Jr. And then David Njoku at tight end. And I've got Tyler Bass as my kicker, just waiting to draft that defense. Probably going to go with the Browns defense unless somebody else picks them up because they start with your Panthers and then the Jets and then the Steelers and then Atlanta, uh, which is just about as good a start as you could ask for. Other options, potentially the Ravens start with the Jets and the Dolphins. The Colts start with Houston and Jacksonville, which I really like a lot. Uh, The 49ers have Chicago and Seattle to start. 
And then the Saints have Atlanta to start, and the Titans well, the, have the Giants. I know the 49ers are long gone. Oh, absolutely. Those are just the, the defenses that are kind of on my list. Uh, um, and a defense that I'm actually probably going to take unless Elijah decides to take them instead, which I don't think he is. Nope. Um, a virtually undrafted um, outside of drafts that I participate in. Um, the Carolina Panthers start with the Jacoby Brissett led Browns and the um, who's their sec? Oh, the Giants. So um, a good start. Also pretty nice. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. For a t- for a unit that I think was like second in yards allowed or oh. something. What? <laughs> the only Get other out. Panthers fan in the draft, as you were talking about the Panthers defense, Cam, who is uh, drunk in New Orleans. Uh, which I think needs to be his new team name is Drunken New Orleans. I'm going to text him that. Uh, takes your Carolina Panthers defense Ooh. with the 167th pick in the draft at the back of the 14th mm. round. <laughs> Mad. <laughs> Literally like uh, the fifth to last defense to get taken uh, according to ADP. Yep. <sighs> fine well i did just give you a bunch of options of defenses that i like yeah i wasn't listening to you well okay i'm gonna recap it because maybe the listeners weren't listening either we have the browns who i'll probably take then we have the ravens vic with a great pick here of the colts who's another defense that i like obviously 49ers gone and if you just really need somebody the saints start with atlanta and the titans start with the giants so i think those are great streaming defenses early season schedules uh, hopefully the Browns or the Ravens will end up slipping to me here. <laughs> I, at least, I mean, if one player is going to get sniped from me, at least it was, yeah. the, at least it was the Panthers defense. So, yeah, I think you can, you can live with that one. It's not like yes. you had Cortland Sutton and Cole Komet <laughs> snipe from you in the same draft by the same person who apparently only knew about Komet, but I don't believe him. But I think we got to name this podcast like Adam Sucks or something. That's what this episode name needs to be. <sighs> Man, what a guy. Uh, so we do, I, I do want, I know I've talked about defenses a lot here, but I think that as a general strategy, it's worth talking about the fact that Streaming defense is the way to go. Um, those early defense defenses being drafted rarely work out. And so the best thing to do for your draft when you're having to draft a defense is look at that early season schedule. Look at those offenses that are projected to not be very good. And then just make your draft selection based on that because you'll be able to stream them for at least one or two, maybe three this year if you go with the Browns, potentially four weeks uh, without having to worry about it and then you can just go as you see other defenses that are getting that are good this season you can kind of see what uh what's shaking out and pick up those defenses to continue streaming so i really like to use that strategy and i do the same thing for kickers it's rare that you're going to want to keep a kicker every single week just play the matchups unless they're young way unless they're young way or they're evan mcpherson or they're justin tucker but prime will Lutz. Yeah, prime will Lutz. Um, you know, I I think even with some of those players though, 
uh, it's okay to drop them and stream them. So uh, don't be afraid of that and do look at that early season schedule. Um, I'm a bit surprised that the Colts are off the board, it appears. Yeah, Vic took them a moment ago. Figure out as I try to figure out exactly what I'm doing here. (laughs) Well, that's all right. You're the second to last pick in the entire draft, so (laughs) I believe. So I'll get my pick of the the lot, right? Yep, exactly. I do. It'll be interesting to see. I I do think the Browns are probably the best pick, but man, going with the Ravens who kick off the season. With the Jets, man, that feels good. Let's see. Got a little bit of auto-draft happening. We got the Dallas defense going off. Uh, Um, Bad pick because they are against the Buccaneers in week one. Yep. Don't do that. Usually, obviously, an auto-draft. The the Chargers also off the board, which they also, they have the Raiders, Mm -hmm. which is not, it doesn't look very good. Samaje Pirine off the board for some reason. <laughs> yep. And then uh, Browns fan, going to Browns with Deshaun Watson as a last pick. Um, but th- he's going to clog up a roster spot because he is suspended, not on IR. So you can't put him on there. And he, well, you know, we know how we feel about Deshaun Watson. Browns defense is the defense that I'm going to go with. And now you can take your pick, Nick. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm going to take the Ravens here, which, I mean, is worse. Yeah. <laughs> it obviously had an awful year with injuries last year, but there's they have the Jets week one, and they're certainly a lot of teams with worse track records of having good defenses than the Ravens. So. Yeah, fantastic selection. I There's probably somebody really smart that encouraged you to do that. Well, I, you know, that person really smart probably took two out of my bet, my uh, fantasy BFFs. So, well, <laughs> another smart person. The, the favor is returned, that. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. And, and so, Mister Irrelevant, we have not received yet. Come on, Cole. It's the last um, pick of the draft. I don't know why we're taking <laughs> our full minute. Um. All right. So, did he even draft anyone? See. Um. I think it may have been Tyler Algier because he was in my queue and now uh, is not in my queue. Yep, that that is that seems to. Yep, that is exactly what happened. He was also in my queue. He was going to be one of those players that I slide Michael Gallup into my IR and pick up Tyler Algier. But <laughs> he it, that was also one of my thoughts as well. Ooh, so there's some other there's some other players that I I'm interested in. So, um, yeah, um. Uh, so that's our episode for the most part um and we already kind of went down our rosters um i think i'm pretty happy in my with my draft a lot of players that i haven't taken so far um Mm -hmm. in mocks like certainly Najee harris deandre swift i've taken in i think mocks that weren't the on the the show but um like george kittle Devonte smith all kind of players that i'm haven't necessarily targeted before but i think have um have some chances to do some good things um obviously everyone for the most part loves their team after <laughs> immediately after the draft but how are you feeling about yours elijah 
I'm feeling okay. I mean, I feel really good about my running backs, but I do think I'm going to need to take a look at some of the other teams and try and get some wide receivers from some folks. Uh, just looking around the league here to see if there are some folks that I want to give a shout out to of some rosters that I like. Uh, I actually really like my dad's roster. Uh Although he does have quite a bit of same team overlap, uh, who, you know, he has Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase. He has Aaron Rodgers and A.J. Dillon. Um, but he does have some really high upside players in a Jamar Chase. He has A.J. Dillon. He has Kyle Pitts as his tight end. Uh, so I do like that roster, along with Mike Evans, as a pretty high upside wide receiver there that just keeps being good. There are some other teams here that I also like. I think that Michelle's team is pretty interesting with Kyler Murray, Keenan Allen, Dalvin Cook, James Conner. Lots of, you know, Debo Samuel was her keeper. And so she's also got some good depth in Robert Woods and Chase Edmonds. So I like that roster a lot too. Um, And of course, you know, he stole a bunch of players from me. So I (laughs) guess Adam's team has to be pretty good, right? Um, so yeah. I, I do like his roster too. Are there some teams that you're looking at that you think did a good job today? Um, I didn't put a whole lot of thought into it as it went along. I'm, you know, mostly just looking at my own picks. Um, yeah, Michelle's team, Michelle's team looks really nice. Um, uh, your dad's team as well, um, with, uh at, at plus uh keeping jamar chase which right we, uh, you mentioned chase but just again <laughs> to reiterate had a really nice wide receiver core even without jamar chase in there um let's see i do like joe's team as well a couple uh picks that i probably wouldn't have made so the depth is a little bit tough there uh but the wide receiver core of tyree kill cooper cup and t higgins is pretty ridiculous uh, to go along with that really solid quarterback in Russell Wilson. And he has Austin Eckler as well as Antonio Gibson, who at least we think will get off to a a good start. Um, Mm -hmm. I like that team as well. And I actually really like, I mean, he might be drunk in New Orleans, but I really like Cam's (laughs) team uh, with Mahomes. He's got AJ Brown and DK Metcalf who could win you a week on any given week. And then he has CMC and Zeke Elliott at running back. Uh, and he's got a couple players as well that are good depth in Waddle and Stevenson. So I like that team too, I guess. Uh, yeah. And obviously the Panthers defense steal the draft. Yeah. So that, that's a really nice team. Um, is, uh, I'm outside of his, unless he had a keeper outside of his wide receiver one, the, Oh, he had Waddle. So right. um, AJ Brown, um, AJ Brown paired with Waddle, I think, is really nice with obviously the talent of DK Metcalf, um, hopefully winning out in uh, Seattle. So that that might be my pick as sort of one of my favorite drafts. Um, Ramondre Stevenson, not not a lot of running back depth, but maybe uh, some players that could be contributors to their team if everything goes right. So, yeah, all right. I think that's that. Yeah, so now off we go to plug in our teams into draft analyzers <laughs> and uh, just kind of stare at them for like two hours at a time, and which is generally how my nights go after <laughs> a, a draft. And um, yeah, we have another episode coming at you pretty soon uh, with our week one preview. Uh, 
and yeah, the fantasy football season is pretty much here. Yeah, and so that episode's going to be coming out Wednesday. Want to go ahead and get it out early throughout the season. Our episodes will usually drop on Fridays, uh, but we want, especially this Thursday night game is so exciting. We definitely Mm -hmm. want to cover that, so want to get that out a little early. Um, So yeah, I think with that, we can go ahead and sign off here. Uh, Yeah. Go for it. Kick it off, my friend. <laughs> I'm Nick Luciano. You can follow me on Twitter at Nick G. Luciano. And I'm Elijah Motika. You can follow me on Twitter at Elijah Motika. And be sure to follow the show at 25YLFF on Twitter and follow it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Once again, thanks for listening. And we will see you 25 yards later. Thank you for listening to 25 Yards Later, Sports Obsesses Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by Ruminations Radio Network. Audio editing by Mitch Proctor and music by Elijah Motika.